The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield is brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking. Offering world-class foreign exchange execution and hedging expertise. That's African Nacity. APSA is a registered FSP. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Delivery services have become hot property. Pick and Pay recently brought bottles and it's developed ASAP to improve its delivery offering. Uh, ShopRite built 6060. Woolworths has created Dash and today MassMart announcing it's in advanced negotiations to buy a business called OneCart and it's bringing an experienced Walmart e-commerce specialist to South Africa to revamp its digital offering. So it's all happening. Tonight's Shapeshifter is a co-founder and chief executive of Pickup South Africa, P-I-C-U-P, um, and that is Antonio Bruni. Um, how long have you been in business, Antonio? Hi there, Bruce. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, P- Pickup was founded in 2014, so going on uh, seven years now. And, and you're the kind of business that nobody gets to hear about because you're the guys doing all the all the, 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 the grunge work in the background uh, of doing the deliveries. Talk to me about the business model and, and what you do in what it seems like an incredibly contested environment. Yeah, definitely. The delivery space is um, really, really difficult. There's a lot of moving parts to it. Um, Pickup develops um, a logistics software, and we also build a we built a crowdsource driver network. So uh, that sort of allows companies or us to to scale when delivery volumes increase. So yeah, that's our our, our focus. Okay, so logistics software. What is that? So our aim is to make um, delivery easier for businesses of all sizes, small or large. So to access a platform, um, it's a, it's a, you license the, uh, the, the, the software on a monthly basis, and then you have access to the various delivery um, modes being um, on demand. This is this whole new craze of um, a speedier delivery, which is your hyperlocal zero to five Ks, and then sort of your local types of delivery, which is your 30, uh, 30 Ks to 60 Ks. Um, and then uh, through the platform, you can access um, uh, your your middle mile transportation and also uh, national delivery. Um, okay, so I mean, am I being disrespectful by saying it sounds a bit like a courier company? It's not a courier company. We are a delivery company and we, we build software. So through the software, you access our, uh, the on-demand driver network, which is our fleet of drivers around the country. But you also have access to, we also provide access to um, other forms of, of logistics, be it national, um, be it national delivery, yeah. Okay, okay. so I mean, because I, I'm just trying to understand the model. I mean, uh, you know, I use a courier service regularly, um, but I do it the old-fashioned way. I make a phone call and I say, hello, I'd like something delivered, please. And they come and collect or they deliver to me or whatever the case is. Who are your customers? How do I best understand your business from who your customers are? Yeah, so your your typical courier companies on or your three PL companies that sort of um, have their uh, hubs that they, they 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 consolidate a lot of volume to and they they distribute the the their delivery volume out um, through through their hubs. Pickups model is different. We have a, a our our crowdsource drivers um, uh, sign up to the platform and they are ready, readily available to work um, in various parts of the country. Our typical customers are the likes of um, UCook we've been working with for, for, for many years, um, uh, Discam pharmacies. Um, so all Discam pharmacies around the country, um, 
an order will come in through through their platform. Uh, it'll be dispatched to uh, one of our closest drivers. They will then um, get the request through their phones, um, pop into the into the pharmacy, collect the orders, and then go deliver them in that sort of hyper local ten to fifteen k radius. And I mean, so a bit like on demand. So a bit like Airbnb, um, you know, you don't have delivery staff. Those are outsourced, you're crowdsourced drivers. Um, you don't have the vehicles. The drivers must have the vehicles. You don't have a warehouse because you don't need to carry any stock. So really this becomes the interface then between um, the, between a product a pro- product provider, whether it be a Ucook or a Dischem, um, and people who don't know that you even exist. They contact Dischem and say, Dischem, please could you develop, uh, deliver a box of Disprins to my house? And Dischem says, absolutely. The next thing is somebody arrives with a packet of Disprins and, and you're happy um, because you, you, ha- you have your painkillers. Um, you know, this is the seamlessness of it, I guess. Correct. It's at the speed of uh, which technology allows um, businesses to operate, and that's been our focal point for for a number of years, is to to develop the best technology that allows businesses to to get their delivery volume uh, through a platform and then out um, to a, the respective delivery network, be it um, your your on demand instant delivery, and that's the the hype that you mentioned around the Checker sixty sixty pick and pay ASAP um, and the Woolies Dash. So. So our, our platform, the pickup platform, facilitates all of all of all of that delivery. So we are able able to provide allow companies to 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 so they could they can then in turn offer that type of on demand sixty minute service or a next day service through the platform and and they access our driver network through it. Um, and the, and how do you then? Um, verify the credentials of your driver. I suppose it's less onerous than than Uber would have to be in terms of um, you know transporting human beings. But you are transporting product. I mean, there's a huge amount of trust. There's a huge amount of um, you know your your brand is being represented by the individual who turns up at uh, at my house or my office delivering whatever it is that I've ordered. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been a focal point of, of pickup since since our inception was um, building a solid uh, driver base. Um, a huge amounts of um, focus and application has gone into really understanding our network, um, the types of, uh, uh, we call our, our, our drivers legends, and it's, it's this name that's um, it's really strong within the network of, of 2,000 plus uh, um, legends around the country. And yeah, it's it's, a, it's quite a stringent vetting process. There's a, a educational um, uh, examination that, that that the legends um, uh, sign up to when when they when they register, and then there's a full verification process that uh, that they go through uh, before becoming um, a, a pickup legend. And the just understanding then their role, I suppose. These could be people who might be Uber drivers some part of the day. They might be they might be across multiple platforms. They might just be signed up to you as another potential gig that when the call comes in or the SMS pops in, if they've got capacity, they make the delivery. And I, I suppose that is the that's what the gig economy is all about. Yeah, in in, in the early days, it was a lot more challenging to retain your. Your, our legends on the platform because you need consistent volume in order, in order for your legends to earn and to stay engaged. Over the years, as obviously as COVID's uh, has come through, it's definitely um, increased the the uh, requirement for, um, for 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 our services and and 
it spiked um, delivery volume and in turn has allowed our legends to earn um, through the platform. So we have uh, what we call our ad hoc uh, legends that, that um, work um, from day to day, hour to hour. So depending on when they want to work, they go online and work for a few hours. And they generally know where the order volume is coming from and they'll go to the local to the local mall where we um, there's a pick and pay or, or, or a discam or and, and they'll wait, they'll wait for requests and, and as they come in they'll accept them and, and, and earn. We obviously have our um, our legends that are are, are, are signed up as, as your, your typical small vans that do a lot of the you cook you cook volume and then a lot of our um, routes that are, are are bigger so it's bigger delivery trips and they 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 they're working pretty much every day and and earning a decent living um with pickup so it's um yeah i think today my stats came on my uh, through to me from my, my um office manager i think we today we've paid out just just over 53 million in in um to 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 drivers since we've since we've been um since inception so it's a pretty good uh, feat and and doing good for the country i think yeah, look, it's it's fascinating. I mean, when I was in Omaha, Nebraska, visiting Warren Buffett's um, annual shindig, I think it was 2017 or, or thereabouts, um, and, and catching Ubers around Omaha because it's a big, flat, <laughs> vast place. Um, and uh, and yeah, the, the Uber drivers, there was one guy who was driving an Uber during his lunch break. Um, and so I said to him, what do you do? He said, oh, no, I write code. Where are you from? No, South Africa. Oh, no, I'm writing code for a South African company right now. And he was doing some work for MTN. Um, and during his lunch break, he had a sandwich and a juice, um, and he was driving um, and making a, <laughs> making a few bucks during his lunch break. I found that very industrious. Um, and uh, then there was another guy who drove me back to the airport um, who was a university lecturer whose wife and daughter were at risk of losing their jobs in retail in Omaha. Uh, and so as a university professor, he was doing Ubers on a weekend. Um, and it's, you know, the, the reality is that you can have, you know, multiple um, sources of income and you can be doing multiple jobs provided you've got the asset, which is the vehicle, a, a brain in your head and some flexibility. For sure, flexibility is everything. Um, we we sing it... Uh, the, the skill level of of our legends is is phenomenal. They've um, uh, educated, have the vehicles, have the resources um, to to do the work. For a lot of them, it is about the flexibility. So when and that's also what we've needed to understand with our network, uh, which which of our legends are committed to being available on certain days, and and we can rely on them, and and that allows us to plan better for our uh, uh, to be to manage our consistent volumes better um, and it's all about understanding the network so we, we we pride ourselves in really having a good um, relationship with with our, our vast network um, around the country and it's it may it go from strength to strength it's a fascinating insight, Antonio. Thank you. We'll uh, talk more in just a moment. Antonio Bruni is the co-founder and chief executive at Pickup South Africa, a business I hadn't heard of until today. But it's not one that you necessarily need to know about because it is the invisible interface between you and the brand with which you're dealing, whether it be Cook, whether it be Dischem, or whether it be another, in this increasingly competitive world of getting stuff delivered. Talk more to Antonio about that, the origins of this business and what sparked the idea and the dynamics of an industry that is growing and morphing and changing all the time. 
The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield is brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking. Offering world-class foreign exchange execution and hedging expertise. That's African Nacity. APSA is a registered FSP. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Antonio Bruni is co-founder and chief executive at Pickup South Africa. What were you doing at the time that you dreamed up quite a complicated, multifaceted business, Antonio? I was in a conference at the convention center and um, talk, there's all the talk around Uber was going on and delivery and, and it just sparked the moment. Um uh, subsequent to that, I had a terrible Black Friday. Um, a few days after that, a terrible Black Friday shopping experience when the the delivery driver just delivered half my parcels. I got ten two days later, and uh, yeah, th- that's when it all started. I just thought logistics needs better tech, and um, the vision was then just to develop technology that would improve the efficiencies, uh, reduce transportation costs. Um, for logistics for for, uh, for for logistics companies and and also businesses mainly. Uh, but what what is your training? What is your profession? I mean, are you a logistics person? Are you a techie? What is what is your background? I'd say just a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> Been involved in many types of uh, many types of business, different industries. Um, with a big focus on technology. Technology has always been a, a huge focus of mine, and and uh, solving problems. I think. Um, in the, in the in the logistics space, it's it's really required us to to solve very um, problems, and and really our focus has been around making, trying to make things uh, easier for businesses to 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 place uh, deliveries, to get um, deliveries into a um, technology driven system that allows them to um, to make it more easier. That's been the focus. I mean, the, 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 we. I think we're beginning to appreciate just how complicated this world of deliveries is, and just how hotly contested it is because of all of the hype around um, the food retailers and the sort of new battleground that has emerged over the last six to eight months or so. And um, that this is a ferociously hard-fought space. Is there enough room for as many product pro- uh, service providers um, as there are in the market right now? It's, it's very difficult. I think the. Um you know the the space on the on demand side, your your um, your sixty minute uh, retail deliveries. It's uh, a lot of the the driver networks. The, uh, the companies are competing for the same drivers. Um, you know your 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 scooter drivers that are are driving around doing a lot of food delivery. So it's hectically competitive. Um, and you know they the retailers obviously trying to 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 meet the demands of the customers. So. It's it's very fierce out there, um, and um, yeah, it, it, it's it's growing. You're seeing more bikes on the road. More more of the companies are are are, are, are employing their their fleets, training drivers how to ride motorbikes. So it, it's increasing, and it, it's only gonna it's only gonna grow uh, from strength from strength to strength. Um, yeah. I wonder how this how does this then change the dynamics of South Africa's retail industry? How does it change the dynamics of our of our shopping patterns and the way in which we interact with those retailers? Because this is, I, I think, a, a shape shifting moment in history, don't you? Yeah, uh, for sure. The you're seeing a lot of changes, and you'll see a lot of communication and articles coming from from over, uh, abroad. How 
retailers are moving more, to, looking to move to more to dark uh, kitchen environments. Uh, for example, uh, um, you know the amount of online shopping that's happening through your um, uh, through this this, this sixty-minute deliveries. Shopper in-store shoppers are, are taking a product off the shelves. That's not allowing your your, your person that goes to the sh- shop to to now um, to have what he needs uh, on the shelf. So uh, there's a big shift, a uh, big um, focus around dark dark retail kitchens. Um, Checkers has, 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 has got an innovation hub that they uh, um, they're actively looking to to improve the way um, it, it, it 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 all functions. So it's hugely interesting space, um, and it's 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 one that's only going to grow from strength to strength. Uh, and I mean, what is your end game? I mean, you like creating businesses, you like solving problems. We're seeing lots of commercial activity. We're seeing lots of deals being done. Are you for sale? We we've got some some exciting things on the cards, so um, maybe we'll leave that for another session uh, sometime soon. <laughs> okay, good. No, well, it's it's so dynamic and it's so vibrant and it's so um, fluid. Um, and you know, good solutions are getting good payouts. So we wish you luck with it, Antonio Bruni, co-founder and chief executive at Pickup South Africa.